What's up, everybody? Uh, BC here. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. I have another special guest today. As always, this uh, podcast is sponsored by my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message. Number two, if you're interested in joining our team and being a part of it, go to partner with Team BC to check out that opportunity. Partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, this is sponsored by Modern Success, my coaching program that is a thriving community now. You can go to briancasella.com to sign up. Go to, to the link in my bio on Instagram. Uh, we do live events. We do a bunch of stuff. It's super fun, super engaging, and I highly recommend you get on it. All right, if you like my YouTube or any of my content, that's kindergarten compared to what I teach on Modern Success. Okay, so today uh, we have a very familiar face, uh, Loida from yeah. Team BC. What's going on, Loida? What's up? I'm excited to finally be on your podcast after all this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I got to shoot an episode for yours. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we got to get that. All right. Have you released your podcast yet or no? No, not yet. It's going to be probably within the week. Cool. Okay. So uh, this is just going to be like a straight up interview. I'm going to ask you some questions in regards to specifically women, but also some general questions uh, just for the audience, right? So I think an interesting point that can be brought up that you can discuss for a little bit is originally before you got into real estate, you had the traditional route of going to school. You had a, uh, what is considered by many a solid nine to five career. And then you mm -hmm. went to get your master's talk to people about that. And then when you get to the master's degree, uh, I'm going to start asking you some more questions in regards to that. Okay. Yeah. So I went to school, I got my bachelor's degree in marketing management. It's something that always interested me. So for about eight, nine years after I graduated, I did work in that industry. I worked with high profile brands um, in the automotive, entertainment, sports, movies, you name it. I probably did it, even utilities, because for me, my goal was that I wanted to get as much experience in every industry possible to eventually land that corporate job that was stable and would allow me to get to the, to the top, for which I thought would mean me being successful. So, um, Fast forward to maybe like two years before I got into real estate, that's when I started to see that I was pretty much in a lot of negative environments and I was being overworked and underpaid and I just hated being there. Uh, my commutes were really long, so I would spend a lot of the time in my car just sitting there dreading traffic to get home. And then um, it got to the point that I was just not happy. So I thought to myself, you know what, let me go back to school. Let me get my master's because eventually that would allow me to, to get a much even better job. And that's kind of where, where we went on. There, let me fix my microphone. Okay, can you hear me now? Perfect. Yeah, I was just rubbing on your hair. That, that's why I didn't want to say anything, though. That's why I pointed for you to look at the text. But it's cool, though. Continue. Uh, yeah, so I was at one of the last places where I worked, and I figured that I wasn't happy there. So in order for me to become even more successful, I needed to go back to school. So I applied for an MBA program. I got accepted. At that time, I didn't want to have any debt or any loans, so I paid out of pocket because that's just the route that I took. Um, but as I started the master's program, I saw that I still was not happy. And I didn't want to continue doing what I was doing. And that's when I figured that I wanted to do a career change. And I remember reaching out to you. At that point, you were 
pretty new in the business. It was probably maybe a year that you were into real estate and it had seen the success that you were having. And I asked, you know, what does it take to become a real estate agent? And you told me, well, you know, it's not glamorous and it's not fun and you can come and see what I do, but I'm not going to force you to do it because ultimately it's not for everybody. Um, but just like you were very similar in the, in terms that whatever we set our goals to, we'll do them no matter what. So I told you, okay, send me the links for wherever it is that I need to get my certification courses. And I did. And then I started going and shadowing you. And I did that for an entire year. Um, and even when I did reach out to you to ask you what it took to become a real estate agent, probably about two months later is when I quit the job that I had at that point, And then really just went cold turkey and full force into real estate. So uh, one question I want to ask, because I think this is important. I'm sure you had at that time, uh, maybe some thoughts or preconceived notions about how real estate was going to be, even though I was being pretty upfront with you about it. What maybe if you could point out a couple things after you started coming with me every day and, and shadowing, what were some things that surprised you or seemed totally different than what you expected? Yeah. Well, I remember when you first told me that you were going to be getting into real estate and that you would have to cold call and door knock. At that time, when you told me that in my head, I'm like, I will never do that. You mean talking to people and door knocking? Hell no, I am never going to do that. You wouldn't even be able to pay me. And then everything just started to change. And once I did start going out with you door knocking, I saw that it was much easier than I thought. And what really made it for me was the fact that my life could change with one deal and I would be making more money than where I was. And I wouldn't have be in like a negative environment where I would have to be working with people that I didn't like or that didn't like me or, or that I felt would always be looking down or had their clicks. And I, if I did stick to real estate, there was no limit to how much I would make. It would all be in accordance to how much work I was putting in. And it was at that time that even though I had already been in the MBA program for about two semesters is when I decided, you know, there's no point in me continuing to get my master's because if I'm going to pursue real estate full time, like that's just going to be a piece of paper just to say that I got my master's and a whole bunch of money wasted for no reason because it's not going to help me. So that's when I dropped out. <laughs> And what were people telling you at that time when you, you know, anybody you knew, whether it's family or friends, when you told them, hey, I'm quitting the master's program and I'm going to get in real estate, what were the initial reactions? Yeah, well, for my parents, thank God, they were always very supportive. So for me, they always saw me as someone that was very smart and, and was wide in the, wise in the type of decisions that I made. So obviously, when I told them, look, this is all commission-based and there might be months that I'm not going to be getting paid anything, it was a little concerning for them. But at the same time, they knew that if I was going to be sticking to it and really be committed to it, eventually I would be good enough to, to succeed in it. Other people, it's kind of like they raise their brow like, oh, really? Okay, well, good luck type of thing. And then it's funny because later on, maybe like two years later after I got into the business, um, and even when I got into real estate, I had told like my cousins and some family and they were all very supportive. But about two years after that, I remember my little cousin, he was like, you know what, when you first said that you were in real estate, 
I had this negative thought about it because I remember people getting screwed over in, in like 2008 and just making a whole bunch of money. But seeing you and how you work and even you putting out your videos has completely changed the way that I see real estate agents now. And I see you more like, like hardworking people that you have to earn your money to actually do well. So those were kind of like the mixed reactions that I got. Nice. So, um, you know, you shadowed me for a year pretty much. And, and then you started working and making calls and, and really doing the activities of an agent. Now, I'm sure the year shadowing me helped you a lot internally. But, you know, there were still some struggles when you started. Um, uh, just because you shadow somebody for a year doesn't mean you're going to be a genius on the phone. Talk a little bit about some of those early obstacles, you know, adjusting to actually doing the work and embarking on starting a business and being a real estate agent, because it doesn't matter what your background is. This is still new and you're starting yeah. you know, from, from nothing. Yeah. Well, I had never done any type of cold calling or door, or door knocking in my life. The, the type of experience that I had with other people um, was probably when I did marketing and promotions at events where I would have to talk to strangers. But in real estate, we're, we're still talking to strangers, but now we have to overcome constant objections regarding what they think they know about real estate agents and how we work. Um, so that was one of the things that I had to learn how to have like thick skin and not get emotional when it was somebody telling me to stop calling them or why I was calling them or to stop bothering type of thing. And then another thing for me was that I remember seeing you and you making the calls and going on these appointments and getting these listings. And back then me seeing you, it almost looked like it was really easy. And I'm like, when I wasn't getting results, I'm like, man, but Brian makes it seem so easy. Like, why isn't it happening to me? But now looking back, I know it's because I didn't have the experience and the knowledge that you had already accumulated in the year, year and a half before I came into the picture in real estate. So it was getting used to those things and not comparing myself to you and just knowing that I was doing everything that you did. And eventually I was going to start seeing the results as well. I just had to stay dedicated and disciplined to take action. So, um, and I want to bring this up because you mentioned, you know, it looked easy, even though I hadn't really been in the business that long. Just so people yeah. get a reference of like, because for them, it's like, wow, some people are going to listen to this and been like, I've been in the business or doing something for three or four years and I'm still not good yet. Give them, you don't have to give them a lot, but give them like maybe two, three or four things that I did that like no one else does or my level of like obsession with something to get good, like role playing or something just so they understand how it was possible for me in a year, year and a half to get to that level where it seemed like to you, it was easy. Yeah. Well, when I started coming and shadowing you, you were very still involved in the business. I remember from seven to eight o'clock, you would always be role playing every single day. So even before I got to your house, I would get there, you would be role playing with somebody. Then, and even before you start role playing, you had already picked out the expires that we were going to be going to door knock that day. So come eight o'clock, we were ready to go. And every single day from like eight to around 1130, we would go, we would go door knock and we would come home for lunch and the afternoons we would role play again, any scenarios, a listening presentation. Then we would pick out properties to go and preview and go door knock again until four or five. And we did that every single day. 
And that's something that a lot of people don't do, especially in the beginning, especially when you're not seeing the type of results that you want, or you go a week knocking doors and nobody wants to buy or sell. It can be discouraging, but we did that every single day. And you probably did that even before I came into the picture. So that's the type of discipline that obviously helped you get the results that you were getting faster than anybody else. And that's why maybe you would get those snowball, the snowball effect of a whole bunch of clients converting that for somebody else, it takes months or maybe even years and they still don't get that type of results. So let's discuss a little bit. Um, once you started, of course, I offered a lot of support for you, but I think one of the big breakthroughs for you was when I started to slowly step away from you and let you handle certain scenarios and do certain things that at the time seemed scary or overwhelming for you. Talk about some of those scenarios and then speak after about the importance of them as far as your development as an individual and an agent. Yeah. Well, I remember the very first deal that I got was with a gentleman named James. At that time, I think he was like 65. He was a very grouchy man. So I remember being in the transaction and he was a seller, by the way, which I got cold calling. He had expired two years before and um, I was able to convert him. It was a cold call over the phone. Anyway, while we were in the transaction, obviously he didn't like a lot of the things that were going on. When the buyers did their home inspection, a lot of items came up that I would tell you, look, all these things came up and the buyer wants to uh, request for the repairs and a reduction in the price. So I remember going to you to help me so that we can talk to James and you kind of like save me and I'm be like, you know, Brian, call James in and because I don't want him to get mad at me. And I remember you helping me in the sense that you would tell me, well, look, this is a situation and this is the, the type of options that we have. And then you will leave it up to me to go and make that phone call. And back then I was still new and I was scared to be making these phone calls because I didn't like any type of confrontation or make somebody feel bad or them to be mad. Like, why are they requesting this type of thing? But that was just one of many times that I had to make these phone calls. And what I got out of it is that if I would have let you make those calls, I wouldn't have learned to know how to handle certain situations where let's say if you weren't around who would have done these calls like you're not always going to be my savior so I have to learn how to fend for myself so I learned how to do that learn how to negotiate to the point that now if I am in a transaction and something does happen I know exactly what to say and how to respond without even coming to consult with you or ask you for your help unless it's something completely out of the norm that I have never heard in my life but it's through experiences because you put me in that position to like almost figure it out. You're going to be fine. It's going to work itself out. If not, then I'm here, but I want you to, to handle it first because I trust you. And obviously if you want to be a successful person in this business, you have to know how to be able to, to handle shit on your own. Well, <clears throat> so now from the outside, we can say she's unstoppable. Right? <laughs> Yes, definitely. She's unstoppable, of course. By the way, plug plug your event for all the women. Yeah, yeah. So I will be speaking at the second annual She's Unstoppable Live, which is a women's real estate conference. Last year was the first one. Um, it was held in D.C. last year. This year is going to be in Richmond, Virginia. It's probably over 300 women. Most of them are just real estate agents and brokers that want to surround themselves around other women that want to grow their business, want to learn how to succeed in real estate, 
get over the fear of cold calling, um, use different sources and avenues like Facebook, Instagram, and how to get leads and convert leads. So this is going to be a one-day event, April 14th in Richmond, Virginia, and you can just go to she'sunstoppablelive.com, and that's where all the info is. Cool. Dope. So moving on, right? Shadow, you go through the, the phases of being new, you start getting comfortable, you know, now you're, you're doing well. Um, what, what do you feel at what point, maybe your second year, third year, or what were some things or some moments that it clicked in your mind? Like, okay, I'm doing good now. I'm taking it to the next level. I'm closing deals regularly. I'm making money. And now the, the ball, you know, the ball is rolling. Yeah. It was probably my third year when I saw consistent transactions happening every single month. And, you know, in the beginning, I always had set certain goals for myself, which at that time I felt like, how am I going to achieve them? But then once I started to achieve them, I was like, you know, this is actually much easier than I thought. I don't know why I was like overwhelming myself thinking that three transactions a month is like so much to handle. Um, but yeah, the deals just kept coming because obviously I was still cold calling. I was converting a lot more people that were expired and also for sale by owners. And then we were able to leverage those listings and get buyers. So it was just kind of like a snowball effect and just my consistency with making the calls that got me to the point that I started to see the results that, that I've been wanting when I got into the business. Consistent hard work and discipline, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. So why do you think people keep looking for the magic bullet when they keep hearing interviews of people like you saying you just have to keep working? I feel that nowadays everyone wants everything to happen like very quickly. Mm -hmm. Like we have Amazon Prime, like everybody just wants it to happen like immediately. And just like losing weight, it takes time. You're not going to see any re results like overnight. It's all about putting in the work and just having that patience. It's really about patience. That's what a lot of people don't like to have um, because I feel that if I didn't get the results that I wanted, I could have already given up like many years ago because it, at one point there was a time that I just wasn't seeing the results. And I remember even coming to you and saying, you know, I feel like I'm not good enough or like, why am I not converting people? So it's those times where you start questioning yourself and instead of looking at the negative, you have to see the improvements that you've had and how much you have grown from perhaps the six months before that. Right. And you're always progressing, right? I yeah. would tell you, you know, you're only looking at that one goal that you didn't hit when in reality, your communication has gotten better. Look at your first call that you posted on YouTube mm -hmm. uh, compared to now. And I, I wanted to ask you about that too. You know, has, has building your YouTube and social media been beneficial to you? Has it been, um, have you been really strategic with it? Talk a little bit about that because I know it's a big part of our branding and our team mm -hmm. and we get a ton of business from it. Yeah, definitely. I feel that when I first started posting videos on YouTube, there weren't a lot of women posting about real estate and the, the ones that I did find, they weren't posting consistently. So just like you posting, I know that you pushed me to, to get out there um, it was something that was very new to me, but I felt that I could just like you put my journey out there from a woman's perspective and just put 
videos of what I was learning and things that would be beneficial for any newer agents as well. And yeah, over time, my YouTube channel has grown significantly. Significantly, I just got 50,000 subscribers. Usually, just like you, when we get recognized through publications or, or companies like BombBomb, we're always in the top video influencer category. And I'm usually the only, if not one of the few uh, women in that category in sales training. So the fact that I've been able to set myself apart from other women in this industry and by putting out my videos, it has gained us so much recognition worldwide to the point that just like you mentioned, we get so many referrals. People that watch me on YouTube, a lot of them are real estate agents. And you know, a question that I get often asked is, well, how do you even get business because a lot of your audience is real estate agents? Well, the great thing is that because these are real estate agents, they're working with buyers and sellers. So I know that they're probably going to work with somebody that's already qualified or serious about selling. So they refer them to me. So everybody has the people that they target, some realtors target consumers. And we also do target consumers, but especially in our YouTube videos um, and our channels, a lot of these realtors are always sending us business. So our business has grown significantly because of agent to agent referrals. So being able to leverage that YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And that, that way of thinking when they say it's only agents, that goes back to what you said in the beginning where you don't feel like you're good enough or you only see what's missing, you know? Yeah. Because if we add up between me and you, how many referrals for buyers and sellers we got in January alone, it was at least six, right? Yeah. It's crazy. And I think like four or five of them were already actively working with them just in January. And that's just agent to agent referral. Exactly. So if that happens every month, that's 48 in a year, right? And then let's yeah. say only half of them work out. That's 24 transactions that we do just from agent to agent referral. And that's mm -hmm. assuming only half of them work out. So uh, yeah, I, the fact that they would even say that, I look at that sometimes like, man, they don't see the opportunity there, you know? And then talk about now as we wrap this up, mm -hmm. doing stuff outside of the transactional stuff. Like, you know, you just mentioned the event those opportunities coming from your social media. Yeah. Um, obviously you've attracted that because you've grown your brand. Mm -hmm. Are you getting more opportunities like that? Are they coming to you? Are you reaching out to people to get them? How is that working? Yeah. It's gotten to the point that I have people reaching out to me um, because I'm still very focused in the real estate business. And that's my number one priority. I am not actively reaching out to people to be part of certain things. I just kind of wait for them to invite me. And it's gotten to the point that, yeah, like every month, at least one or two people reach out to me, whether they have a podcast or they have an event coming up and they want me to be there or they want you and me both to be there because we know we're kind of like a package deal and we go out together. So yeah, if it wasn't for me putting myself out there and my story and my success and also my struggles, on YouTube, I wouldn't have been giving all of these opportunities. Along with that, you know, I've grown as a person. I've grown in my communication skills and the ability of me to just kind of sit in front of a camera and speak. And because of that, it's helped me and my family also kind of like level up and become better people in society and live happier. Yeah. Like right now you're shooting in one exactly. of your, your new almost mansion over there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Last thing I want to ask you, you mentioned something you've shared your struggles too. And that's where people 
come to a screeching halt and they don't want to share their struggles? What gives you the courage to share your struggles on the internet where thousands of people can talk shit and ridicule you? I do that because I know ultimately there is a lesson to be learned and I'm going to become a better person. And I know that somebody else is probably sharing the same struggles that I am. And if I'm able to push through and get over it, I know that I'm, I'm giving somebody else hope and them knowing that, you know, even though right now I'm probably rock bottom, it's going to get better. And if Lloyd was able to do it, I know that I can too and come up on top. So it sounds like there's a bigger purpose to it than just you. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So any final plugs you want to give or words of advice to the audience before we wrap up? No, if anything, I would just say whatever it is that you're doing, just stay consistent, be patient. That's the number one key. And also don't be uh, comparing yourself to Brian or me or any other agents. You know, you have to focus on yourself. You know how you work, but at the same time, know that if you're putting in the work and doing whatever it takes to become successful, eventually you're going to start to see the results. So you can't just say, oh, well, Lloyd is getting five deals a month. Like, why am I not doing it? And then just get discouraged. Because maybe the, the skills that you have or the type of effort or practice that you put in is not the same as mine. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that in the last 23 minutes is a formula to be unstoppable. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Lloyd. Th- thanks for coming on. Uh, yes. Thank you for it. having me. Of course. Quick, quick little episode, 23 minutes. Um, we'll wrap up here. Uh, sponsored by Team BC. If you guys need anything uh, real estate here, go to teambcsold.com. Uh, if you guys want to partner with us, right? Lloyd is obviously a part of Team BC as well. So all the ladies who love her listening to this partner with Team BC. And what's your link, Lloyda? Uh, team Lloyda, I think. <laughs> partner with Team Lloyda. Oh, no, it's, it's partner with Lloyda. <laughs> partner with Lloyda.com. There we go. So pick either one. Partner with Team BC, partner with Lloyda. Uh, your choice. Okay. If you want to roll the dice and pick, go for it. Uh, and lastly modern success we have our next event february 29th march 1st in vegas i got a lot of dope ass guest speakers we do live lectures every week super supportive community and group stellar coaching program go to um i've even had lloyd on as a guest speaker go to briancasella.com and sign up or you can go to the link in my instagram profile okay every monday every wednesday 7 p.m pacific we'll see you guys on the next episode later